I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognize their continuing connection to land, waters, and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present, and emerging. Welcome to This Song Is Yours, a music podcast where we chat to a new guest each week, talk about their life and creative endeavours, and talk to them about some of the music they love. Our show works by chatting to our guests about music, their songwriting techniques, and occasionally getting them to make you a playlist of the songs they love. Welcome to episode 212. I'm your host, Simon Fink. Our guest today is Oliver Cronin. The Australian singer and producer recently released his debut EP, titled Beautiful Nightmare. In today's episode, we're speaking with Oliver about what drew him to production, finding fame overseas, and songwriting regarding mental health. Here we go. Our guest today is a Byron Bayborn singer and songwriter who's already found success across the globe at the age of 20. Earlier this year, his single Boys Don't Cry charted across the world and had 100,000 streams within its first 24 hours of release. Last week, he released his debut EP, Beautiful Nightmare. Please welcome to This Song Is Yours, Oliver Cronin. Hello, sir. How are we? Hello, I'm great. I'm great. Thank you for having me on this. My absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, As we were just discussing a second ago before we started recording, you're back in Australia, but you've literally just flown in as of yesterday from uh, Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah, I got back yesterday midday, um, getting my head around things back home. But um, yeah, it was an incredible trip. I know that you've been doing some some work over in LA. I think possibly uh, working with some producers and songwriters over there. We won't push too much, I guess, for for some of that information. But uh, what's the experience been like uh, oh, working with people over there? Life changing. I think just the the access to the amount of you know the talent over there and the networking and you know the songs that we wrote it like it was just incredible, incredible to be there and be amongst amongst the you know the scene over there. The totally different experience to being in Australia. <laughs> I have heard that quite a bit. Is that obviously we have um quite a beautiful and thriving music scene here in Australia, but um, that over there it is just next level, that it's like yeah. a and it's nothing. career. Like it's nothing against Australia or even anywhere. Like it's even like what talking to people over there like about New York. Like New York's amazing, but nothing compares to LA. Like just the amount of, the sheer amount of talent and the amount of people there and the networking is like you walk along the street and you bump into David Dobrik. Like what the hell? <laughs> it's like things like that that will never happen in Australia. So it's, it was really cool. That's uh, very fair, and, and I can appreciate that. I I do enjoy a David Dobrik video every now and again, so <laughs> I can appreciate that kind of experience. Um, it is a very exciting time for yourself, Oliver. So again, thank you for being with us. You uh, have just released your debut EP, "Beautiful Nightmare." It is out right now as we speak. Uh, firstly, congratulations. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Yeah, big uh, big moment for me. 
Of course. How I guess how are you feeling now that these are these songs? They're out in the public. They're available to everyone to listen to. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I don't know. Like it's been such a big <laughs> process and such a big moment for me. I've been dreaming of this for years to release a project. So it's actually kind of surreal. Like, I, and especially because it actually dropped when I was on the plane back home. So like, I kind of didn't really. I haven't really wrapped my head around it to be honest. Like, really, <laughs> like it's kind of weird. Uh, yeah, but it's 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 cool because I'm finally at a stage where I'm 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 dropping the music that I love. My favorite songs are on this project, um, and you know, songs that the fans have been wanting for ages as well. So I'm um, I'm yeah, I'm happy that I can finally show them a taste. Of what's what's the come to be honest? Because this is really just the beginning. That is very exciting news to hear. Are you um are you someone who I guess gets nervous when when you're about to release new music or drop new music. Kind of, but at the same time, I think it like because the the lead up to dropping is is such a massive process and is such a long process. It's kind of like when the song drops, it's like I'm kind of over it. <laughs> it's like it's, <laughs> it's like I've been listening to this song for months and months, and you know we've we've done this whole process and you know, all the marketing for it, all the promotion, and it's like it's out and it's like okay, on to the next type thing. <laughs> like I'm, I, I I I struggle to be able to like sit back and really like look at it from an outside's perspective sometimes, but it is, it is pretty incredible. But yeah, I kind of, it's like now, like what's next? This is, this is how I think. I I think that's a pretty normal thing, especially for yeah. certain artists where you're, um, as you mentioned, you're kind of sitting on these songs for a period of time. You've, you're already mm-hmm. two or three projects ahead by the time that oh, these yeah. come out. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And especially after making all these like crazy stuff in LA, it's like, man, I just can't wait for that to get out. You know? <laughs> it's like, yeah. But it's, 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 it's great. And I, I, I'm, I like, this one's a little bit different for me because I have been wanting to do a project for so long. So it's a, it is a pretty special moment for me. It is. And again, we, um, we very much thank you for being with us during this time because it is a special moment for yourself. Um, some of the listeners of this podcast might uh, know you through your track, Boys Don't Cry. It has been a, one of the biggest Australian singles, I would say this year. Um, I know that the, what was it? I think in the first 24 hours, the track surpassed a hundred thousand listens, which is an incredible feat by any means. Um, Firstly, are you kind of surprised by the reaction of the success of, of this song? Yeah, yeah totally, 100%. I mean, like, it, it generated a fair bit of traction on TikTok, so I knew it was going to do okay, but I was sort of, like, sitting there for the, the first week just, like, on, like, my Spotify for Artists and just, like, just literally for, like, the whole week I would just watch and just stare at it. <laughs> like, is this, like, is this actually happening like, cause I used to like, whenever, whenever, like, you know, like my, my idols and my like artists I look up to have like massive moments happen. You, you see like their Spotify and this, it's like, man, like it'd be crazy to have, you know, a hundred thousand streams in a day. Like, like, you know, that's something I've dreamed about. And I was like actually watching it be like, is this actually real? Like it's, it's, yeah, it's crazy. I don't know even like, it's still, I still look at my Spotify like, damn, like, this is really me. <laughs> It is. Well, it's kind of exciting. I imagine with something that, especially if it's got as much traction as, as the track did and has had that, um, that you would kind of be watching it, seeing how well it's going in real time. Like it's, it's, yeah. it's kind of the excitement of it. It is. It's, it's extremely exciting, especially that it wasn't, it was in Germany. It was all in, not all in Germany, but like the main spot was like Germany. And that is like, blows my mind that there's, 
there's hundreds of thousands of people listening to my music in Germany. Like that, that was to me was so, is, is so insane. And like, yeah, shout out the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that that was the other thing I was going to kind of mention was that it did, it did do well. It seems like it did well in quite a few places, but yeah, overseas uh, in a few different European countries, it really did seem to kind of like, yeah, quite I, I well. Like, yeah, I I can't even. Ex- I don't even know how that happened. I mean, I presume it was through TikTok, but like, <laughs> it was there was all these like tiny little countries in Europe that were like going crazy for it. It was like charting over like in Czech Republic, and Germany, and Austria, like Poland. It's like wow, like this is <laughs> this is really cool. <laughs> that is, I imagine it can be like quite a interesting feeling because it it you always want your song to be successful, but knowing that as you said, the power of the internet, the power of TikTok, that it's kind of connected with these people on the yeah. other side of the world, I must imagine is a bit of a unique feeling. Yeah, it's it's super unique. It, it's really, it's like, and I, I got so many like amazing messages from people, from fans and like, it's to, to know that I'm like, you know, touching people, like touching, like helping people in Germany through my music is like, that's, that's really cool. 100%. The, um, I think just what you said then, helping people, it is uh, a good way to word it. I wanted to touch on the, I guess, the message of the song. The song does deal with um, or is kind of referring to to men's mental health um, and stereotypes that kind of play around that. And I was wanting to uh, discuss with you, if you'll allow, like I guess the the inception of that song, about the catalyst, like what originally drove you to to write the song? I, I think... Um... There's such a a stigma around men's mental health and about, you know, be a man, don't don't show emotion that, you know, there's a, such a stereotype around that. And it I think as as we, you know, we progress, um, and I think around that time where I made the song, it was a big, like a big focus being like, hold on a minute, like this, like, why is these stereotypes a thing? Why, why can't boys cry? Why can't boys show emotion? And like, if you look at like the suicide rates, like it's much higher in, in men and it's, it's things like, you know, I think not enough people speak on it. Um, you know, I, mental health, but men's mental health in particular, and you know, me with you know having a voice and being able to you know influence people, I wanted to be able to you know show that through my music. Um, and I didn't, I you know, I didn't expect it to actually help as many people as it did, but I'm super grateful for it. I even reading the comments on on TikTok um, and on Instagram as well, there are a number of people who obviously have been affected in a positive way um, mm-hmm. by the track. When you started out in music, I'd love to know, I guess, your like you getting into music and songwriting and, and what initially got you into that and then how you found your, your way to, I guess, yeah, helping people with your songwriting. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Yeah, I'm I'm just like a massive fan of music and like I, I've always have been and you know I, my 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 mom's a musician so I've always had music in me. Um you know I played music when I was a child, you know like as soon as I could walk I was like beatboxing and like tapping on things <laughs> and making rhythms. So I've I've always been music's always been a massive part of my life and you know when I got into high school and started like I had like really long bus rides to school and all I do is listen to music and like I was in class and I was just listening to music. All I do is listen <laughs> to music. And so I became like super fans of artists and you know i came to a stage where i was like damn like the way i feel about artists and the way um certain people's music makes me feel like i want to be able to do that for other people i want to be able to be this artist that people can you know take something away from their music people can feel something um it can help people so yeah i i and i knew i you know i had music in me so i just stuck to it and um that's it's super it's very fulfilling knowing that it's actually you know helping people and what i can only imagine yeah 100 percent. the the thing that i found most interesting when um researching for today or having a look kind of uh, in, into your story was that not only are you a songwriter you're also uh, a producer and quite heavily into production i believe as well as that you probably still do if, I, if i've got found the right quote you're still doing about 80 percent of your own production yeah, yeah, probably. Um, I sort I, I the way I sort of started getting into production is when I first started wanting to make music and wanting to sing and rap and whatever, I would get YouTube beats and go on Garage Band, Garage Band on my phone and just like rap over them. And when I started getting a little bit more serious, I was like, I can't like I can't find the the perfect beat. Like I know what I want, but I can't find this on YouTube. So I was like, why don't I just learn to make it? So I started focusing focusing super heavily on production. And as I started progressing in both, you know, my artistry and my production as well and my writing, I, I really feel like they all go hand in hand. And, you know, now when I do work with people, I can, you know, put put myself in the producer's shoes as I, and I can help in that way. And it really makes a, I feel like it makes a better song in my opinion. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm, I imagine that having both of those skills and knowing both sides of the coin, if you will, is that it's helpful in achieving the, the best outcome for the song. Yeah. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And it's, it's, yeah. I think the more knowledge, the better. Yes. I would, I would agree with that, that it probably does help you in the outcome of the song. Do you have a, preference well, actually firstly when you are inspired is there something are you a producer first and a songwriter second is there one that kind of comes first i, I i'd say i'm an artist songwriter first um however sometimes i'll I feel like I'm just an artist first. Sometimes, sometimes I like get super inspired by this beat I hear, and I'm like, "Damn, I want to make it. I just want to make a beat. I don't even want to rap on it. I want to sing on it. I just want to <laughs> make a beat." But yeah, I, usually I, I think about it in a in a singer songwriter standpoint, um, and you know, create a beat about around what I want to make, um, what what I want to make a song about. But 
Yeah, it just varies. I just love making, as I said, I just like, I'm a massive music fan. So I'm just like, I just sometimes I just mess around and make random beats for nothing. Is there, a, is that something that you'd look at doing in the future? Maybe like, obviously, uh, your career aside, like making beats for, for other artists for like, I think so. I, I, uh, yeah, I think so. I, I, I want to make sure it's, um, at a stage where I'm, you know, established enough as an artist first, um, because I want people to know me more. It, like, it would be cool to be like, oh, this is a, this is Oliver Cronin as an artist, but he, he also makes these beats. Like, that's that's something that I've always um, wanted to do. So, yeah, I'm t- like totally. But every time I go and make a beat for someone else, I always end up using it. So I don't know how I'm going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine that that might just come with time. Once, as you said, once you're established. As an artist, you've got that kind of back catalogue behind you. You're a bit more comfortable in in producing beats for others. Yeah. 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 We'll see. <laughs> um, before you mentioned uh, TikTok, uh, I would like to talk about, I guess, the, 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 the utility of TikTok, if that makes sense, and like yeah. the fact that artists these days can use it as a tool. I know that, um, as you mentioned, that the song's success was maybe somewhat attributed, obviously you are a very talented young gentleman, but somewhat attributed to those fans on TikTok to help give it that push as well. 100%. I'm I'm curious how you... Sorry, you go. I was just saying like that, that Boys Don't Cry got a life on TikTok. That would like, you know, I'm sure it would have been a big song, but you know, TikTok, yeah, was a, is really helps a lot of my music. Yeah. 100%. I, I, I'm I'm curious for you as a creator who's found quite a bit of success on TikTok as as a musician, how you feel that like it uh, helps build that connection with fans. I think that there's been some videos where you've um, kind of chopped up or remixed your own tracks, mm-hmm. or unreleased tracks. Sorry to kind of give fans that little bit of a preview. Um, my favorite one and how I think I originally came across you was the the AI video of um, what was it, Kid Leroy and Post. Post Malone yeah. and yeah. yeah, which is I think yeah. now at 10 million views, which is incredible. Um, yeah. How, how do you find it as, as a utility, as a tool for, for musicians? I think it's super important. And I mean, I, look, it's not for everyone, but I think for me, I found it, it's a really good way to engage and get very personal with your fans. Um, you know, it's, it's quite, it's a very personal app. I think, um, and I try and, you know, be myself as much as I can on the, on the platform. So people can just, you know, see who I am as a person and not be too, you know, I'm open with everything. I'm always honest and I always make, you know, TikToks that are just about me and like who I am. And, um, and I, I think it gives the, the fans just like a more personable approach to me and see me more as I don't know, a human being rather than just a musician um and yeah i think it it helps create bigger fans you know what i mean it, it helps create super fans and i i know for a fact that i love seeing my favorite artists on tiktok and seeing what they do and what they get up to um so i think it's like it's for me i know it's vital i know there's a lot of artists that, that refuse it um and i i get it because it's a tough world in tiktok once you get too stuck in tiktok it's a very tough world but um i'm yeah i'm i like i i thank tiktok for putting me here today 
In terms of talking about, we were discussing mental health before men's mental health and everything else. I know that there can be sometimes like a bit of a burnout from social media as well. And I, I was wondering whether, how, if, if you have any tips to finding that balance between obviously being able to connect with fans, utilize it for releasing music and, and having that connection, but also knowing when to not doom scroll for five hours and yeah, do that. It's, 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 it's hard. And especially, you know, as a, as a creator as well, like I know, like I have so many friends that are creators as well. And it's like, it's, it's really hard because the way TikTok works, the way, the way the algorithm works, it's such an up and down. It's such a wave. And you can, you can be at a stage where every video you're posting is going viral and it's getting followers like every day and it's, it's going crazily. And then a week later you can be posting the same content and that will get like no views. No one will see it. And it's like, it's such a roller coaster of emotions because one you're on the top of the world and the other minute you're, you're nothing. And it's, you know, I, I guess I, dealt with that a fair bit when I first started and first, you know, I had my first viral moment and then after that was nothing. And it was like, I think just not getting too caught up in, you know, not getting too caught up in the highs um, and all the lows and just focusing on, you know, being yourself and create and, you know, being, doing what makes you happy. For me is I love making music and, um, you know, I'd set my, I'll just set my phone up and, make a video of it. If it does well, it does well. That's where I'm at at the moment. Um, so yeah, just not getting too caught up in the, the, the numbers, the numbers game. I think that's a very, very, uh, yeah, very good, a very smart idea in terms of like, obviously wanting to be involved, but not focusing too much on the numbers, unless, unless your track is going a hundred K in a day, as we mentioned, and then please watch those numbers. numbers. Um, Oliver, with this EP coming out, I know that there's a lot of fans who are wondering whether you'll be um, playing any shows or touring in support of it, being able to see you live. Yeah, um, I'm working on a. I'm working really hard with it with my band at the moment, um, rehearsing, getting live shows set up. I have I have nothing announced at the moment, um, but uh, I think next year is going to be a year where I do a lot of a lot of live stuff. Um, I haven't, I just want to make sure it's the right time and make sure that the, the show is as perfect as it could be, um, before I jump into it. Um, yeah, but yeah, next 2023, I can, I can appreciate wanting to kind of have the right logistics, the right setup for, for a live show. I think it's very important. So yeah, I respect that. I don't want to rush into it, but I also, I'm super excited. So (laughs) I think there was, um, what was it on YouTube? There was a, a live clip or a live mm. performance on the, what was it? The circular, is it a barge? Yeah, it was, it was, a, it was like a, a boardwalk in the middle of a, a of the pink lake, um, and uh, West Victoria. And that, that made me even want to like perform live even more. Like that was so fun. Um, it was an incredible setting and the video came out incredibly. So if you want to see me live for now, you can go to my YouTube and watch that. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a little tease of what's going to happen. We will make sure that we put the link to that performance in the show notes of this podcast. So anyone listening to this, they'll be able to access it by just going to the episode. Um, Oliver, usually we ask our guests what they're currently listening to. Is there anything at the moment that's on a high rotation for yourself? My music? Uh, both your music and anything else you're listening to? Um, 
my music hope you're doing well is my favorite song i've ever made and that's the last track of my ep um the song's my future self it's a quite a deep song for me so um that's my favorite song of mine (laughs) um oh i listen to so much music this is hard um I'm just anything by Chase Atlantic. I'm 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 loving at the moment. I'm a massive Chase Atlantic fan. Um, so yeah, this is Chase Atlantic. They're they're the best. I will be making sure that fans will be able to listen to your music uh, in this podcast. We'll be putting the link to Beautiful Nightmare, the brand new EP from yourself in there, so people can download it, stream it, buy it, do whatever they want to do with it, but access it. Um, but Oliver, thank you so much for your time today. I do appreciate it, mate. Thank you very much, Simon. I appreciate it. And that's our show. A massive thank you to Oliver Cronin for his time. Beautiful Nightmare is out now, and we've left links in the show notes if you'd like to stream the EP or watch the YouTube performance. We also want to give a huge shout-out to Thomas at Warner Music Australia for helping out with today's interview. If you like this show... Please subscribe wherever you get your pods and stay up to date when new episodes are released. We release new shows each Wednesday and Friday morning, and we now have a Patreon, which you can find within the show notes of this episode. You can follow the player's profile on Spotify, and you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Until next week, cheers. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.